This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by the Riverside Cafe, the perfect place for a pre-match pint. Gentlemen, and a very warm welcome to the Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm Lord Hillsborough, and with me on the line, first of all, we have Mr. Marriott, James the old bean. How the chuff are you? Um, I'm I'm all right. Um, do you know, I I'm, I don't think that was um, I don't think that was a good enough intro to be honest, because you know I've got friends in high places now, so um, I've got my new best mate to do a little intro for me instead. So um, I'll I'll just play that. James does the Wednesday week podcast. You know, <laughs> he's a clever guy. He knows the team inside oh, for out. For fuck's sake! <laughs> there we go. Oh, I've got I've got I've a got clever... a soundboard, so get used to it. A clever guy. Be, a clever guy. He doesn't know you at all, does he? Guy. He's clever. He's a clever guy. He's a clever guy. He's a clever guy. He's a clever guy. <laughs> This is going to last for weeks, weeks. <laughs> well, it has to be said, Jay, you had a lovely, lovely, lovely time on the telly, didn't you, Albin? Uh, I did. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember that much about it, but uh, yeah, it was great fun. I must admit, I was so impressed because as Wednesday week listeners and as, as friends of James, we know that James does like a little bit of a tipple at the matches and on the way to the matches <laughs> and during the matches and maybe in the toilets during the matches and basically whenever possible and I must admit Jay I wouldn't have guessed that you were absolutely sloshed when you did that little bit for Channel 5 oh, that was. <laughs> I've not I've not let my mum watch it my mum was like oh can oh, you show me thing when you're on TV I'm like no you're not seeing it mum sorry let me just play what Colin said about me. He said, "Oh, I'm clever." Um, <laughs> oh, you want to know what Colin said about me? Hang on a second. James does the Wednesday week podcast. Oh, you know, no. he's a clever guy. He knows the team inside out. <laughs> oh, who put James in charge of the chuffing soundboard? Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, <laughs> and of course, we also have Dicky. How the chuff are you, old boy? 
I, I, well, I'm not clever. I'm not like the clever as that <laughs> clever little dick. But yes, I'm very well, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sat here now currently with about three browsers open on my uh, varying websites. Ooh, um, three just browsers. Uh, ca- yeah, three browsers. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Just covering the. Uh, it's not posh. I'm not middle class. We've had this discussion. <laughs> I'm eating pork pie, so I'm definitely not uh, as we speak. So I'm definitely not posh. You're eating a posh pork pie. I bet you're eating a posh pork pie, Dicky. It's just it's just got a bit of cheese and a bit of bran still on it. That's not posh. When, I bought it from Barnsley. You, That's definitely not posh. When you say on it, do you mean it was? It hasn't got a top crust and it's got a filling on top, or you've just whapped some bran some pickle on top of it? No, no the, the former. It, it was it was it's delivered without a top and it has bran and cheese on it. You That's not posh. Middle class from Barnsley. Munching mother chuffer. Uh, <laughs> now it does have to be said we are recording this at um, 10 o'clock um, so we've got an hour of the transfer window left so if there are any updates uh, as we are going along uh, that's why we've waited until now basically because people do have a habit of doing lovely lovely things once we've finished recording the podcast don't we gents and we seem to sort of release it and I, I, there's actually one just breaking as we're speaking and, and it says roads move confirmed offer accepted nice three bed villa by the coast moving october <laughs> nice do you remember uh, we did this 12 months ago at the end of the transfer window mm-hmm. um and um i managed to get hold of uh, for if there were any deals during the last hour of the window it didn't happen but um we, we had um Oh, we, we have the old, we have the old bell. Now, I, I, I think, I think we've moved on from then, uh, and we can do better. Um, and you really will regret putting me in charge of the soundboard. You know that. Um, oh, shit. So, should should there be any transfer activity during the hour when we're discussing things, you will hear in the background. <laughs> now, this lasts for a minute, uh, but I can stop at any point. Uh, and when the transfer window closes, you will hear. <laughs> so for a transfer, when the window closes, I ah, thank you. Similar. They sound very similar. <laughs> We'll, we'll work it out. Something is bound to occur. Um, so, yes, we will be keeping an eye on the, the transfer detail and if anything does pop along. Um, although you probably listen to this another day and you'll know already, it'll be exciting for us. Just, just uh, the, the most important feed I've got open now on my Twitter account is, is Transfers11 <laughs> account. So currently I've got everything that he's putting out Stop it. coming out Stop there. It. So Jacob Butterfield, Stop. Sam Winnell, Isaac Success, etc., etc. Et Unfortunately, I'm unable... Stop giving him publicity. Stop it. <laughs> I'm unable to see that particular account because he has blocked me for remorselessly extracting think, the urine. I think... Um, I, I think he's blocked Fudge today as well. Oh, so yeah. We've all blocked Fudge, haven't we? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fudge who? <laughs> uh, right, so before, obviously, whilst we are waiting for this wonderful transfer news that I'm sure is going to come, uh, let's have a little chat about the previous Wednesday going on, shall we? Because uh, we'll start off with the Burton game. Now, oh, Burton are turning into a bit of a bogey team for us, aren't they? Well played three times, and we've never actually won the Chuffers yet, have we? But it did start a little bit iffily the match didn't it uh, i mean what did you guys think of the start because we were were we hanging on or were we letting them run out of puff this is where i always feel a little awkward because you get these people that ring up um uh football heaven oh i think wednesday were rubbish today have you been no i didn't go to burton so i feel a bit bad talking about it. so i think james is really authority on it because he was a man that was there uh yeah so um i it's not that i was glued to twitter but what, what was the question again <laughs> 
Burton. I just, I just, I just want to make sure I'm fully understanding the question before I answer it. That's that's, that's all. I honestly, I was listening. The, the start of the Burton game. Were you concerned, yes. or did you think this was part of the plan to puff Burton out before we really started going at them? Um, I think Burton were always going to come at us from from the off because that's exactly what they did. Um, 12 months ago or just over 12 months ago so um, I think we kind of I think that's what they do to all teams at, at their places that they, they try and kind of hit them quite early on um, and, and I, you know, I assume that that was that that was kind of their plan it, we did seem a little more prepared for it this time than we were um, a year ago and I think that we seemed a little a little more comfortable I mean you know, when we played them last season we had a complete defensive calamity and I know we kind of feel like things are quite bad at the moment but um, it was an absolute disaster last season when we played them and uh, we ended up with Samido and um, and Poodle at, at, at centre-back now fair enough obviously Poodle was um, still kind of um, playing centre-back on, on Saturday but he's, he's a bit more used to playing there now um, so yeah I, I mean I wasn't particularly worried if I'm honest uh, I thought that we were going to kind of absorb that pressure a little bit they did have a you know a couple of half decent chances but every team has chances in in the game and I just kind of thought maybe you know they'll they'll just have their little spell at the beginning and then we'll kind of grow into it is kind of what I what I was thinking so obviously I expect them to come out so do you think it is Carlos that has said just hang back a bit let's ex- absorb some pressure let's let them get it out of the system and then went to them um, I I suspect that's absolutely the case, but I don't think that's anything particularly um, exclusive to the fact that we were playing Burton. That does seem to be kind of the Carlos yeah, way now. Thing, I mean, a lot it? of people will accuse Wednesday at the moment of, of starting slowly in matches, and and obviously really breaking second half. I do honestly believe that this is a tactic, tactic, tick 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 from Carlos um, to, and that's how he explains it to the players as well, you see, um, which is why it makes so much sense um, to, to essentially just puff them out. Because if you look at the games where we have played very very well in second half, it is because the other team is absolutely knackered, isn't it? Is it, or am I just sort of reading too much into this? Um, what games are you talking about? Are you uh, talking Sunderland about Sunderland and to uh, an extent, Fulham as well. Um, yeah, don't know. <laughs> don't know. Um, I, I, whatever the tactic was against Burton, it, it didn't, it didn't work, did it? I, I think you know we we kind of dress it up and 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 whatnot, but I think that there are. There are there are games where this kind of starting slowly and try and wear them out just doesn't work, and um, I think we're seeing more of the games where it doesn't work anymore than games where it does work. You were saying, James, last week when when I spoke about about Bolton that um, if we had a, a win at, at Burton, all, all would look um, yeah. rosy in the garden again. I think for what better term? How, yeah. how how does it look to you now after going um, the game? I mean. I think there were probably a couple of people a little surprised with what I said on the Channel 5 thing because it did kind of look like I kind of went knee-jerk You're on Channel from... 5, were you? <laughs> Do you want to know what... Uh, what no, 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 no. <laughs> um, um, But I honestly thought after Fulham, I thought, right, okay, the second half against Sunderland, the Fulham game, uh, that was us turning the corner. And I expected us to kind of push on from that and go to Burton and not necessarily play them off the park, but you know, you look at those teams on on paper. You look at those two lineups on paper, and you'd say, right, you know, we've wh- whatever they throw at us, we've got enough in this game. We could even afford to concede and and still win 
this game. So for me, I expect a Burton to be the game where we where we push on. And actually, I probably you know we, we no, I don't think any team's going to go there and uh, play them off the park. But I you know I expected a, a fairly a fairly convincing win, even if it was only like you know one nil two one something like that. But to feel like you know that we we were in control of the the game because I think that our our team our eleven was a lot better than than their eleven um and it seemed like just i mean almost the opposite of that it seemed like we were never in charge of the game that we uh we didn't really know what to do to break them down and you know i kind of summed this up as as uh, to my mate and said if we were if if you if that was a game on fifa right if you were playing on fifa with the forward line that we were playing against someone playing the back line that burton had you would you would absolutely wallop them because by all you know by all rights that's what should have happened uh, and and it, it we weren't even close to that we we were way way off and it just wasn't right and and do you know the thing that that worries me the most about it or that that's annoyed me the most about it um was was the post match interview from from Carlos because Carlos said that he thought that we were what did he say as good if not better than we played against Fulham and that we were unlucky and this that and the other and I thought right if Carlos had come out and just said all right we we were we weren't good enough today we didn't create enough uh, and we didn't do enough to break them down but we've got the international break now so me and the players we're going to go away we're going to we're going to work on how we play so that we come back after the international break stronger that's what I needed to hear from Carlos uh, and what I heard was um I've got to be honest. It was it was just really boring. It was just God. I'm 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 getting a bit bored of hearing this now. And I have been one of his biggest fans, and I've stuck up for him. And I'm certainly not saying that now. I've suddenly decided he needs to go, but um, he's got some real thinking to do over this two weeks, and I and I hope he already is, uh, because that 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 on Saturday we didn't do enough to win that game. And if he thinks that that was all right, then that's a real worry. I think the last time we kind of heard this kind mm. of comments was was Dave Jones in the in his kind of the the latter part of his career at Hillsborough when he, he, he I remember him coming on on Football Heaven regularly and just thinking it was all all right and and people really wear these these rose you know tinted spectacles that that they think it's all all right for me now we should be showing improvement game on game I'm not expecting us to go from first gear right up to fourth gear in one game be nice. But you expect them to slowly improve, and I don't think we're saying that in a minute. And that's, and 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 Carlos obviously thinks everything's rosy in the garden, and, and I'm not too sure we all do. And I I, I got caught after last week's podcast. I got called um, doom and gloom, I think. Uh, and I just I, I don't see it being like that. I'm just being realistic about it. I think now I'm not getting on the backs. I don't want to get on the backs. I'll never do it. Yeah. But I just I'm worried about it. I'm worried about it. You know, and I just want to see us win and go up and. I don't. I don't think that's. I, I do get what you say, Rich, really and, and you know. I think la- last Sorry. week um, you know, there was probably a large element of me playing devil's advocate a little bit last week, but I genuinely thought that 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 you and Vic were a bit over the top last week, and that it did feel a little bit like, oh God, you know, we've we've just we've just won at Fulham, um, and you know, I probably sound a bit um, contradictory now because I'm, everything I've said's probably sounded a bit doom and gloom, and it's not meant to. It is meant to be productive, and it's meant to be. Um, you know, something that we say, right, this is where we're at and, and this is what we need to do now. This is where we need to be looking towards and moving because we're, we're in a certain place right now and our, our season yeah. 
is um, I, I think, I think it's, ball- it's hit a certain point. And I think if we come back after the international break and we continue playing in the way that we have been, then we're not really going to move very far. And I get that we are slow starters under Carlos. And that actually, we've had, I think we've had the best start that we've had under him. Um, but, you know, after, after, you know, in the third season, we expected more. And I think that keeping the players that we, we kept, and I know I harp on about this thing about squad retention level, the highest squad retention level in the league. That means that there isn't this kind of period of getting used to each other. You know, that, that team should hit the ground running. Um, and, you know, we, we're miles off it at the moment. And, and that after, after Fulham, um, full, the win at Fulham's enough for you to think, all right, we're turning the corner. And actually, you know, the, 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 the performance against Fulham was all right. It wasn't amazing. It was all right. We did enough to win the game. The performance against Burton wasn't. It wasn't good enough. It wasn't enough to win the game. And you know, if you if you continually over the course of the season turn in performances that aren't good enough to win games, you you'll not win games. And if you don't win games, you're not you're not going to go anywhere. And and that's what that's what's worrying me at the moment a little bit is. You know, this international break's dead important now. We've got two weeks that's really important. We've we've got to regroup. We've got a couple more faces through the door. We've got a couple of centre-halves in. Um, and maybe that means that we can look at the style that we play. A, a lot of people on Twitter talking about playing three at the back and whether, whether you know, that's that's something that we do. But I, hope so. I, I yeah. don't think we can come yeah. back after the international break and just I'd have more of that. the yeah. same. Because I think the fans will start to turn. Um, a lot already are, but I think you know fans that are, are, are generally pretty level-headed, and I probably include myself in that. Will will ultimately start to turn and just say, right, this just just isn't working. And and when that happens, there's only really one answer. Uh, there's only really one solution to it that that you can really do. Um, and that's that's the worry right now. Um, and it, it, yeah, it, like I said, it 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 concerns me that Carlos doesn't seem to see the things that we see. And I think the time's come now for Carlos, just to be honest in his post-match interviews, and just say, yeah, it's it, that that wasn't right. And, you know, I know why, I know what's wrong, and I'm going to sort it. Not kind of like, oh, well, we were unlucky. The referee was against us. Well, you get games like that when the referee's against you. When you've got players like that on the pitch, it shouldn't matter. You should still be able to win them. Looking at, obviously, one of the things that Carlos said uh, referred to the, uh, the Westwood. I'm going to say foul, even though it wasn't really given as a foul. Um, I mean, this... Do you guys think this was a foul? The, the ref had a clear view of this, and to me, it was a chuffing assault. Never mind a foul. Did Did you guys see that the same? Or at the game, um, it, it didn't really look like much. It just looked like they they kind of clattered together. Watching it back, um, yeah, you know, I think it, it's been fairly well documented what people have said about it and the fact that you know it wasn't it wasn't a great challenge. And you know, if the referee sees it from the right angle, it probably is a red a red you card. Were looking yeah. straight at the chuffing thing. I honestly don't know if I missed it. I mean, one of the things that Carlos did say after, and I don't know if you guys see this as an excuse or um, if it's what Carlos actually means, but he did say that the um, having to bring Westwood off and, and obviously put Mr. Wildsmith on um, cost him a substitution, which we all know towards the end of the game, Carlos likes to, to freshen things up and, and, and that's why we've been so successful at the end of games at some points throughout uh, Carlos's reign. Uh, is Can that be used as a, well, for the want of a better term, an excuse or do you think that's a genuine tact up, uh, I can't say tactics, I kind of chuffered up that Carlos actually employs? If he's picking his best eleven, it shouldn't be an issue, you know. And 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 you know, I, I, something I called for last week was a bit of continuity and he'd kept the same side, you know, which... I mean, I mean, you know, uh, it's a start for me. I, I do, we do need to get some consistency throughout the players we're picking. What you're saying is Carlos listened to you and it all chuffed up. So is this your fault, Rich? No, I'm no manager. No, this is... 
I'm no manager, am I? I'm just just some guy does a bit of social media, and that's about me, you know. It's uh... some middle class pork pie munching mother chuffer. Hey, less than uh... a munching. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some positives to be taken from the game as well. Let's not be all doom and gloom, because Hooper's goal was bloody beautiful, wasn't it? It was. It was. Cheeky little back heel, wasn't it? If that was in the Premier League, you'd be seeing it on promos for years. Absolutely. It was a thing of beauty. And it was that good, I think even Hooper was surprised. Because when he scored, he just sort of turned around and put his hand there. I went, yay, didn't he? It? it was so, so strange. There was no running or jumping. In that in that really camp way, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've scored a brilliant goal. Because that's how Hooper talks. Um, but Hooper, actually, I thought he had a fantastic game all around, didn't he? I mean, he was fighting in the middle of the pitch. Some of the breakouts, there were people trying to push him about and he just used his... his his weight and 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 strength and and just knock them to the floor and and all oh, fairly of course, um, but I just thought he had such a good good game and and that's Hooper we really need to see now isn't he, and I can't really see past at the moment Hooper and Fletcher up front starting I, I know people have been saying it, um, and but there is obviously the roads issue, are we spending eight million pound on a um, a striker to come off the bench. I said this last week on paper for me it should be Rhodes and Hooper, but in a minute it's Hooper and Fletcher that have got the shirts and deserve it. Yep, they they work well together, don't they? I think Simple. we we at the moment the way that we're playing suits having that that target man and Fletcher is uh, well probably one of the best in the league, isn't he? At, at that um, and you know Hooper does offer something different. I, I've I've kind of said a couple of times before that I I, I really like this idea of seeing um, Hooper. Fletcher and Winall because I think that Winall does something different. I, I think that you know Hoop, Hooper and Fletcher are the kind of players that they can have a good game but not score a goal. Like they they can actually come off the pitch thinking I've played well today and not score. Um, Winall is one of those players that if he doesn't score, it doesn't matter how he plays, it's not been a good game for him. He is desperate to score every time he plays and he will run and run and chase everything. And I think that that's something. Um, uh, different that offers us something different, and 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 playing those three in some way in the same team, you could even play Whittle kind of wide. Um, then that that gives us an extra sort of dimension. If if the rumours that we're hearing now, are, yes, what, I was just about to say. Then, if you look at the rumours now, if, then... if, if they're if they're true, then they, yes. this is probably irrelevant anyway, because it looks like Winnell's <laughs> on his way out. But yes. uh, you yeah. know, you'll you'll just have to hang on, see whether you hear the klaxon for any confirmation on that one. What does the klaxon sound like, Jay? Just to make sure we know. Oh, hang on. Um... <laughs> get the right one. Get the right one. <laughs> I think this is actually the noise that used dive, to be on Noel's house party dive. when he released the gunge tank. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, are you old enough for that? Uh, My dad told me about that one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> the other little positive that I took out of the game as well is obviously when Westwood did go, and um, of course we don't want to see Westwood injured, and, and he did post some, some photos on social media about the state his leg was in, and, and fingers crossed it, it looks like he's going to be okay. There doesn't seem to be any ligament damage, hopefully, so far, so that's all good. It does look as though he might miss his uh, chance to play for the Republic in the qualifiers as well, which is obviously a massive, massive game for Westwood. But when um, Wildsmith came on, I thought he played really quite well. I thought he made some cracking saves and... and Obviously, at the beginning of the season, I mentioned I was a little bit worried, um, but he's proven me wrong so far, and I'm really, 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 really glad that he has. I think he played really, really well as well. Yeah, well, Smith, we, we've always been kind of blessed, I think, with, with reasonably good keepers or, or really good keepers, either in the Howard number one shirt or, or the backup. And at the minute, we, we've, we've got a kind of good 
Uh, Westwood, Wildsmith, um, Dawson. We've got some decent keepers in there to, to fall back on if, uh, if one of them's injured. And worst comes to the worst, I'm always happy to put on my, my keeper jersey. You know, you'll see me diving I about. Think my... We'll get by. There's always Andy Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. We've got Hutch. Even you know, even with one leg, he'd probably still go in the net, wouldn't he, Hutch? Yeah. You'd say I could do I'm that. I'm be much better than Lord H as well. Yeah. yeah. How rude! Huh? Pro- probably better than Chris Woods as well, to be fair. <laughs> That's another story for another time. So, yes, the Burton game was a disappointing result. Yes, there are questions that do need to be answered, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to answer those after the international break. Right then, chaps. Now, I know probably bits of this, what we're about to talk about now, will probably be utterly, utterly irrelevant because there are lots of rumours flying around. We've all seen them. We've all had our comments to them as well. But, um, again, when people actually listen to this, it's all done and dusted. Absolutely, yeah. It'll be all the stuff we're going to talk about in a minute. It'll be absolutely irrelevant. But I would like to hear you guys' views on what would happen if, okay? So, obviously, the big one is Forestieri. And there are rumours bouncing about here, there and everywhere. There are two clubs interested. Um, The first sort of estimates for bids and things and of course it's all pure speculation because we don't actually know we're around about 12 million pounds um all the way up to 20 out. i've seen mentioned as well well mm. I, the, the the my my red and brown sources uh, tell me that apparently Wednesday were holding out for 20 uh which is again utter speculation and nonsense i don't know if any of this is true um but then, um, obviously, Fulham have had some issues trying to get one of the players that they wanted, so now they're um, apparently um, looking to bid £17 million for Fessy. Now, first of all, if somebody came in with 12, would you snatch a hand off for Fessy right now? 17, yes. I'd, I'd, uh, I, do you know this transfer window, right? It's been mental, and I know everyone said it, but it I honestly yeah. can't figure out what a good transfer fee for any player is anymore um you know when you've got i, I what, did, what did i see earlier on was it nelson um olivier is that his name um 12 million quid um and i know you know he, he's, he's he scored a few goals last season but he was he was fairly hopeless when he was at forest the season before you know he's I, he's not he's not amazing if he's worth 12 million maybe forestieri is 20 million i just don't understand it i don't i can't i can't figure it out the weirdest one for me was ninety two million for Lamar and I thought he was just he'd just come second or third on some talent competition. I didn't realise he was, you know, worth ninety two million quid. That's the best thing you well, isn't it? Because <laughs> when um when I saw um what did I see? Uh, oh, when I saw Oxley Chamberlain, thirty-five million, I thought, "Oh, that's a good bit of business, thirty-five million. And you're like, "It's thirty-five million pounds." But like com- compared to some of the other stuff, you're like, "That's not bad." I mean, it's this Lamar. There's going to ask Arsenal for ninety-two. That's now not. What? I'd, I'd never even bloody heard of him. And that not be my, me, me a bit, bit naive, but I'd never heard of him. And is he that good a player to be paying nearly hundred million quid for? Absolutely not. Yeah. It is silly money that's been banned around, but at the same point, if if silly money is going to come our way and it's going to solve our yes. yeah. our issues with the um, uh, keeping our our wage bills down, uh, being able to obviously have some extra money, because anything that comes in in transfers, am I right in saying that we can use that 
as, as profit for the club, so it goes towards yes, yeah. financial fair club. play. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is money we have to spend, money we have to sort of hang on back for players' wages, that kind of thing. And let's face it, Fest is going to be on a fair old whack wages wise but, as well, but, isn't it? So, but we've only got we've only got thirty four minutes as it stands to spend it. Well, if it came thing. in now. This is one of those things that is irons in the fire, and this is transfer deadline day and all over. Everything has to happen nicely, shall we say. There is a chain, like a property chain, a player chain, shall we call it. And and if it all happens, it all happens fast, 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 fast. So, if, and again, massive, great, big whopping if, if someone came on with, let's call it 15 million quid for Fessy, that 15 million pound went to a very pacey winger, which you guys agree that we need, or what would you like to see this, this money spent on if we are getting rid of Forestieri? I'd like us to spend it on a bigger cake for Owls in the Park on Sunday. <laughs> oh, Let's not go there. I don't. I don't oh, think the one that we it. are proposing is big enough. So, um, you know, twenty is million should should get us. Uh, well, it is, but you know, someone else can come along and still build one bigger. I think we need to think. We need to think humongous. That's what we need to think. Would you say we need to think massive, there, Jake? Uh, well, you could say that if you want. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if we, uh, I don't know how I feel about this because if we sign a winger, does that mean that we're going to play to the strength of a winger? Because we've we haven't done yet really at all, have we, under Carlos? You know, we, we've, Isaac, we've had Isaac success of, is we've... Isaac success is a rumor, isn't it? And that that for me, suddenly Percy is what we've been crying out for for ages. Percy, yeah. some pace in the side, full stop. Let alone as as a winger. I'm I'm all for it if that that does mean that you know Carlos is is now therefore thinking right you know I, I'm going to change the way we play and we are going to get balls in the box and that means we've got to think about where Jordan Rhodes fits into that front line as well because he's he's one of the best players to have on the pitch when you you know whacking goal uh, balls into the box like that um, so yeah I'm I'm you know my my thoughts on on Forest area I made fairly clear in the summer which is I I, I struggle to see where he really fits in now with this team. To moving forward uh, and maybe the time is right for, for him to move on I think we, we probably we probably all know if we're honest with ourselves that he does want to go he wants a new challenge uh, he's not he's not been happy here for the last 12 months um, so so maybe it is the right thing for everyone and um, yeah let's let's bring in someone if we're going to play to their strengths who that is I haven't got a clue the the Isaac success thing's been been kind of played down now in the last kind of half hour, hasn't it? So um, you know, I think the the, the talk is Jacob Butterfield, and I, I, yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah. think, but no. for a minute that he's the kind of um, he's the kind of player that we that we really need if we're talking about changing the style that we that we play. Doesn't 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 look kind of light my eyes up when I think Jacob Butterfield, to be honest. Although I've just seen breaking news that. Um, uh, uh, Ross Barkley's turned down Chelsea, so that obviously means he's coming to Hillsborough <laughs> in a swap deal yeah, for Forestieri. Yes. Come Can on he play on the wing? Way. Come on out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the things that, that did sort of disappoint me quite a lot, actually, about Forestieri is a video that was put out on Saturday. I think it was uh, Chris Holt of Starfem that put a video out, and it was the, the players warming up. And Fessy just didn't look interested. Even no, he didn't. He didn't. Warming up. He was just sort of flouncing round and when the players were sort of doing that wonderful can-can kick-up-in-the-air move, Fessy was sort of just dragging his foot off the floor. And I just thought, you know what, Chief, if you don't yeah. bother, just... Maybe the time's up. right, but the money's got to be right, hasn't it? You know, as well. I mean, what did we pay for him? It wasn't a huge amount of money. Three million. Yeah, it, was, it was about so three and a half million, yeah. Yeah. 
So the the profit will be there. And don't get me wrong, I don't want us to get screwed on any kind of deal. But we're not going to sort of lose money, even if we sort of factor in um, his wages and things. I would imagine if we sort of managed to pull ten million for him, that um, uh, we're going to actually lose money on it. It will free up a massive wage chunk, and we're going to have that nice little pot of gold to spend as well. Which, again, obviously, Mr. Chancery has said if he was able to, he'd whack it in himself. But financial fair play dictates that he can't, and that's what we have to be super, super careful of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is our, our third year, so we have to be super careful with this financial fair play nonsense as well now at the moment, don't we? So, um, right, but, it's, so but there's plenty of clubs out there who aren't being, you know, like Birmingham have completely, how many signed 14 players? They're completely going for it. Wolves are going, completely going for it. And they could be, in, not everybody can go up, so somebody's going to get stung by it. Villa are going for it, you know. So a lot of clubs spending over beyond the mains at the minute. Um let me see the amount that Birmingham have spent just today. But Birmingham are going to spend more because Harry's here, isn't he? So, Harry. that's what Harry does. He's, he's, he? he's currently he's sat in a car I... outside of the... Speaking uh, through the window to Sky, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think looking at our club's history, we know what happens when things goes tits up with money. And of course, um, it wasn't too long ago when Milan came in and sort of saved us all. And do you want to see yourself put back into that sort of situation? Because high shopping don't. I would much rather have another two years in the championship and not have to go through all that crap about uh, somebody going to be knocking on my door wanting to set my football club away for me. So, because that was a very, very worrying time, wasn't it? And obviously... Yeah. People soon forget about that kind of thing. They really, really do. And and I never, ever, ever want that to happen to Sheffield Wednesday ever again. So just think back. <laughs> I've, I've got to agree with you on that. Yeah, it is yeah, hard. Think, it's think... hard to think back when you've we've had a little bit of success, uh, and we want more. And I, and I, I kind of get that that, that we want more. Uh, we all mm. do. Uh, but equally, you look back at those times when it was it was it was abhorrent at the time yeah. how the club was run. And I know it's a different time now, but I am happy that we've got somebody in charge that is going to keep a little eye on this thing, is going to be sensible about it, is also going to remind us about this as well, because we do need reminding everyone again, don't we? Because we are football fans and we just want to say, spend some money and get my club into the Premiership. And it doesn't chuffing work like that all the time. Um, and if it doesn't work, then maybe we do need to start looking at Carlos a little bit. Um, of course, there's been it's... a few little bits that have happened. Oh, sorry, Jay. I was just going to say, I, I honestly think it's a simple, and I know this sounds like the uh, uh, the kind of thing that you you see someone just kind of um, you know kind of a throwaway comment on Twitter. I think the players we've got are good enough. I think we've just got to get them playing right. Um, I think that the early reason that we're all kind of sat here on transfer deadline day wanting us to bring in so and so and so and so and so and so is is just because of the fact that we're just not playing that well at the moment. I think if you know if we'd have won our first, if we'd have won like you know three games out of the first five or something, then we'd probably all be sat here saying, yeah, we don't we don't really need anyone. Maybe a couple of squad players just for, for a bit of kind of um, strength in depth. Um, but I think it just feels like we're clutching a little bit of straws here, and maybe what we um, Need is just to get the best out of the players we've already got because they've got surely they're good enough. Surely they're good enough. Don't call me Shirley. Um, you took the words right out of my mouth, about Lord H. Um, but we have obviously made some strides. So today, um, obviously, just a bit of an update, we are now at what. Ah, 25 to 11. So, um, just let you know, we are keeping on this business still. But the business has been done today. First of all, Mr. McGugan has finally, apparently, agreed Ooh. by mutual consent to leave Sheffield Wednesday Football Club. Um, I, I think we can all assume this is a good thing, can't we? 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's. I yes. mean, it's. I was going to say it's it's the right time, but I mean, it's it's a year too late, isn't it? Um, I I thought it was quite interesting. Um, Andy Giddings from Radio Sheffield when he tweeted about it earlier because the Radio Sheffield guys are, are generally fairly on the fence, aren't they? They they don't tend to throw too much in in way of opinion. Um, and he said something about how uh, McGugan leaves Wednesday, no doubt a lot wealthier after a year of. Um, uh, doing nothing after rejecting a loan move 12 months ago and that's as close as as, as kind of like you know yeah. a BBC journalist is going to come to really having a pop at a, a player uh, and I think we've all we've all known haven't we that there's, there's, there's questions about attitude there um, I think there's questions about health there because yeah we all saw photos of him looking a, a bit on the plumper side, didn't we? Yes, um, so, yes. um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely oh, necessary yeah. and I'm really <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm glad it's happened now, and and I actually I wish it had happened twelve months ago because I think twelve months ago he'd have gone with us remembering all the good times, and the, he did score some really good goals for us in a season where we were pretty rubbish, um, and even even that first season under Carlos, he he had a role to play, particularly towards the start of the season, he scored that incredible goal from pretty much the halfway line, didn't he, with his back to goal against um, Preston. Um, and the problem is that his career with Wednesday has been a little bit tainted now by the fact that he's kind of bled us dry for 12 months and Absolutely it's a shame yes. that because yeah. that, that is what we're going to remember rather than remembering someone that for a period, it was only a short period, but for a period um, he was um, he, he was a good player for us. Uh, but he's only got himself to blame. He had the opportunity to leave on loan and he didn't want to do it. So um, you know what, I, I'm not going to lose any sleep over the fact that I'm not going to lose any sleep over the fact that McGugan's leaving. Does that make sense? Yeah, yep, makes perfect sense. Yeah, I, I must admit though, it is a bloody crying waste of talent. It really, and that's what disappoints yeah. me about this. Yeah. I'd love to know what happened. Most um, most most footballers just want to play, don't they? But he clearly yeah. didn't. Well, that's the thing. We, we 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 that's a speculation. We don't know that. It seems that way. Obviously, from the outside looking in, uh, we don't know what happened. So we do need to be a bit careful because I'm sure one day it'll come out. But at the same time, I mean. If we look back when we actually signed him, obviously he came on loan, and then we were begging to sign him, weren't we? Yeah, we were absolutely. Fans, was, fans probably that that signing, didn't they? So exactly. that was. Uh, it was we, amazing. We and then it. Yeah. He started that. Was it against Bristol where he sort of cleared one off the line and within sort of forty-five seconds it was at the other end of the pitch and, and scored that goal as well? And he was just brilliant. And it was. It must have been the first name on the tee sheet, and then just chuffing disappeared. And I would just love to know why, because he's such a talent. No, a talented player, but yeah, he's obviously not not seen eye to eye with Carlos or whoever or whatever, and we'll maybe never know. But he, hey, we move on. Do you think that's why we ended up with him from Watford? Because there was sort of rumblings of attitude issues at Watford, wasn't Possibly, it? As well, yeah. Um, yeah. Or he's so just Watford. He's, he's, he's another player. He's kind of, yeah, he's kind of been played with them through his career, hasn't he? Everywhere he's gone, he's kind of had an impact, and then ultimately when he's left. Um, it's 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 not been on all that good of terms, and maybe not quite as bad as with us. Although I mean, he he, he was kind of just you know he was propping up the reserve team, wasn't he at Watford? He wasn't he wasn't all that well thought of. It's a shame. Maybe maybe he's one of those you kind of read sometimes, don't you, in the papers about footballers that don't like football, but they they were just born with the skill to do it. All right, I don't know if McGugan's maybe one of those that he's just not that he just doesn't like the game that much or something. I don't know. There's something that doesn't make any sense about him. It's a real shame. I've just got one of those feelings that in a couple of years, I'll be looking back and thinking, sure, because we chop bits off to 
do what he does, wouldn't we? We really, really would. Uh, obviously, not important bits that we'd probably need to play football. Um, but it's just a shame. I, I really, in a way, my heart breaks a little bit for it because he had the potential to become a fantastic, essentially a Wednesday legend. And it's just frigging wasted. And it does my chuffing, panning, ungrateful little sod. Possibly. Um, <laughs> so, looking at a bit more positive news, obviously we've had a, a, another centre-back in. And he's a great big chuffer and all, isn't he? He looks a bit like... Uh, Six foot five. Glenn Leuven's 2.0, didn't he? He's uh, um, <laughs> obviously a lovely Dutch fella. I'm going to uh, uh, I'm going to have a guess. Go on, Shall pronounce call it. Him Juist van Alken? Ah, oh, very good. That sounds about right to me. Jake, would it be Juist or Juist? I don't know. Used. It might be a Juist. Used. Oh, you see, I've been a made a fool of myself again. Um, <laughs> but, it, I mean, I, I've, I've not seen a great deal. Um, all the things that um, I've read seem positive. Um, our friends over there at uh, Vital Wednesday had a bit of a, a chat with a, a chap that knows a bit more about him who was um, very positive about him as well. If you want to have a little read up on that, if you pop over there to, to Vital Wednesday, um, you'll read that over there as well. But um, it, it, it's, hopefully it's exactly what we need. I mean, do we think these two new chaps... I don't think they're going to make the numbers up, are they? They are going to be fighting four places. Um, obviously, Mr. Lubens, we've spoke about before, brilliant footballer, utterly experienced, possibly just running out a bit of puff these days, but um, he's not always needed it because he's so clever at playing the game, isn't he? But these chaps are going to be fighting four places. They've not come to make the numbers up, have they? I think there's a possibility of, of a lot of what people have been saying and we've been asking for on the podcast for a while for the three at the back with, the, with these guys now, um, with the backup of... Of Leuven's and um, and Pudil if he needs to come into uh, centre half, so um, I can see used uh, being coming <laughs> in straight in the side of Lee's. To be honest, uh, I need a guy. I, I can't remember his name. Uh, Portuguese bloke <laughs> being on the bench. I'm not even. We, we could, we're going to have to practice these names, aren't we? Because I, I I don't really know them um, either. Words. I tell you, I mean both both seem to be quite highly thought of, don't they? By um, you know, various people that understand European football more than we do. And I, I can't particularly pretend to know that much about either of them. But what I have noticed is the fact that what is it, one one of them's twenty three, one of them's twenty four, and they are good ages for a centre back. They're really good ages for a centre back. Um, you know, it gives us a chance to um to really develop them, you know, they're not at the latter end of their career. Even when Glenn Leuvens came to us, he was kind of towards the back end of his career, wasn't he? And we've we've probably got more out of him than we than we thought we were going to do. You know, we've got a couple of players here who are, who are young, and it, you know, I think we've got to be a little bit patient. It might take them a little while to get fully up to speed with the uh, with the league. Um, but I think you know we 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 seem to have bought two centre backs here, or, or certainly bought one uh, with the other on loan with an option to buy him at the end of the season, with a view to kind of the long term. Um, which is you know if if it really works then 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 great. Um, but let's let's say that you know, for whatever reason this this season comes and goes, we're still in the championship twelve months from now. Then you know it, it, we've got a couple of players there that have really started to build their experience of the league, um, and that could be a really really good thing for us. So um, you know I think that although I don't really know much about them, I've I've got a real positive feeling about both of them. One of the things that sort of stuck out at me as well is obviously reading and, and listening to the interviews he's done since. Um, the club still, still seem to be looking for ambitious players. He, he said in one of his interviews, it is very important for me to join a team that was ambitious uh, and I want to be part of a team going up to the Premier League. So the, the club are still 
saying, look, we need players that are going to push us to the Premier League, which I think is a really, really positive thing. After all this sort of doom and gloom and all this kind of thing that we've had, they are still selling this dream to these players coming to Wednesdays that we are going up. And that's something that obviously Mr Chancery has said when we get to the Premier League. This does still seem to be the positive message coming from the club. When it happens, it is going to happen. This is our project and it is going to happen. I don't know if you guys are feeling that as well or are you still sort of looking at the start of the season or are you sort of buying what the club's selling, if you like? I'm not feeling positive very much <laughs> at the minute. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm not. I'm just, no, I know, appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. Uh, but I, I hope to be proved wrong. I'd love to be proved wrong um, very very soon. And by this time, September, end of September now, in a month's time, we won't even be worried about this and we'll be flying high and not even worried. <laughs> I do hope you're right, old boy. I really, me really too, do. Me too, me <laughs> too. So, I mean, one thing that I would like to quickly mention as well is, uh, obviously, while we're speaking about centre-backs, uh, Mr Badil has been filling in back there and, to be perfectly honest, he's not done a really bad job, has he? I don't know if you guys have been keeping an eye on, on him while he's been playing back there, but I think he's been doing rather well, don't you? Do you think he's... Uh, obviously, this is something he's had to uh, learn and... and, and, and I, some of the defending he's done, I think, has been fantastic. I, I can't really complain. Um, yeah, I th- he's, 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 he's done way better than I thought he would do. Um, I, I kind of said last week that, you know, against Fulham, he, he looked every bit the uh, the centre-half. And, um, yeah, against Burton, he looked all right. I, th- I think my, my worry with him is I always just kind of think whether or not he's going to get found out at some point because he's not a natural centre-back. And I think he has played all right there. He's played well there. Uh, but it was always going to be a makeshift thing. So I'm hoping, actually, that we don't need to play him there anymore now and that, actually, his stint... As a centre back, has been uh, has been successful. Let's not push it too much because I I, I don't I I've, I've kind of thought that he doesn't look all that natural there. Uh, I think you know he do, he does want to move with the ball quite a lot, uh, and that that suits a full back and and it can suit a, a centre back in, in in a certain formation in certain teams, but you know it maybe doesn't suit us. No, yeah, absolutely. I agree, I agree with that. Yeah, I think it's it's time for him to go back to left back now and. Uh, now we've got some uh, some specialists in in the centre half area. Some some specialists in the centre half area. Correct. <laughs> but no, don't I would have, like to. Don't you have a specialist in your centre half area? I I have various specialists that to look after my centre half area hobbies. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I would like to pass on my congratulations to Mr. Poodle, and I think he's done a, a lovely job whilst he's been doing it because it can't have been nice for him. Bless him. Um, right, so. Looking at these centre-backs, obviously, Rich mentioned that we've got this this abundance of centre-back talent now, and um, there has been rumblings, if you like, of playing three at the back. Um, do you think this is something that would possibly come about? And if so, how's that going to affect the midfield, do you think? I mean, obviously, Miss Hunt, Miss Fox, Miss Bedeal, uh, we've just spoke about. Uh, are we going to see those sort of drop into the sidelines, or are we going to be using those guys? I think it would give us the ability to, to play... Somebody in the hole, which we don't necessarily do at the minute, apart from Hooper dropping a bit deep. Do we have uh, a hole specialist? Hooper. Is he a hole specialist? Does he look at all the holes and specialise in them? He specialises in all the holes. <laughs> I very much, he, um, very, he, very, very jealous of him. 
He can. Uh, no, I can't say that on a podcast, can I? No, I'm not. No, you can't. No. You can actually say that on a podcast, James. Apparently, we have no rules. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're quite right. We, he does do that job very, very well. That sort of link up between um, midfield and attack. And, and we, we saw it, his strengths there, and we know he can jump and finish goal as well. But I'm specifically thinking about if we are going to be looking at sort of getting balls in the box, if we are looking at the Rhodes angle as well. Are the players going to the good? I put my teeth back in, shall I? Are the players are going to do that? Is it going to be Wallace? Is it going to be maybe Hunt moving forward a little bit, or are we just going to sort of do away with this um, this running back altogether, if you like? Uh, in terms of wing backs, I think um, that that Hunt and Reach would would work well uh, as wing backs. Uh, I'm not. I, I, to be honest, the last two three times I've seen. Um, Wallace player, I've been quite disappointed, um, and I know that you know we've, th- there's a few people that are real big fans of his. Um, I just don't think he's doing it at the moment, and and I think we 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 probably need to change our reliance on him a little bit, and I think we need to um, you know look at, at some of the other options that we've uh, that we've got. You know, Boyd might be able to work as a as a wing back as well. Um, you know, Car- Carlos sees these players in training every day. He should know the answer to these questions a hell of a lot more than us than, than we do. Uh, the fact that we've been out and bought two it should do. Yeah, we've we've bought two defenders. We could have got away with just buying one, but we've bought two. And um, you know, does does that mean that we are, are serious about playing three at the back now moving forward? I don't know. Carlos seems to be a four four two. Uh, game in, game out, whatever happens, kind of player, and um, you know that just. Um, I, I think yeah, it's the, the right time to give it to give it a whirl, but I don't think he will. Yeah, no, I don't think he will. So uh, we're looking at what are we now? Just shy of ten to eleven. Have we had any movement or anything on the social media? Oh, no, no, no lots, nothing lots at rumors. all. Yeah, still the Buster um, Field win or one strong. Um, Obviously, we've got a couple of kids going out on loan, which is quite, quite. I think it's quite good for their development. Um, which was yeah. ones announced early today, which was Sean Clare, wasn't it? Going to Gillingham yep. on loan till January, I think it was. So yeah, that's, he, that's a good one for his, his career, I think. He only had to sign a new contract, didn't he, in July, I think it was. So obviously, the club, hopefully, uh, looking to, uh, did he come from the Nike Academy uh, originally, uh, Mister Clare? Absolutely, he did. Yeah. And um, he, he does look like a cracking prospect. And again, we've said it a million times on the podcast, but we can't mind about chaps going out and getting blooded by some great big dirty men trying to beat them up and that kind of thing. Um, hopefully, he'll not meet a whole specialist while he's out there. Otherwise, it's a different story altogether. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and as Jordan Thornley has gone to Accrington Stanley, hasn't he, on loan as well until. Um, is that till the end of the season or January? I'm not sure. I can't find it. To where, sorry? But, yeah. Uh, to, uh, where did I say? Accrington Stanley. Who were they? Exactly. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of young. Ch- well, there's probably not any young people listening to this, but there are a bunch of people listening. To this. What the chuff are those old men on about? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> get off! Give me some. Get off! Uh, <laughs> but no, it's. <laughs> yes, it was when the whole specialist came to visit. Anyway. <laughs> Right then, um, so yes, uh, now the other sort of rumour that's been, been passed about as well is about Mr Rhodes possibly going. Now, to me, this is utter bumpkum and nonsense. I don't know if you guys feel the same. Yeah, yes. I, well, I, this seems to have gone very quiet in the last couple of hours, and um, I don't know. I think I think there's probably a couple of teams that have in, inquired. Um, I, I've always kind of thought, I'm not sure why we would 
let him go right now unless unless we'd kind of you know if if, if Carlos and the the chairman sat down and the chairman said there's no way in the world I'm getting rid of you you are here for the season and Carlos says well I'm not changing the style that we play uh, and then they said well in which case there's no point in keeping Rhodes because he doesn't fit with what we're doing at the moment so if that's happened then it would make some degree of sense that we uh, that we move him on I, I can't see it you know we know that this guy could score goals and when you look at uh, I said this earlier you look at the transfer fees that players are moving for in this transfer window and you look back with you know it's eight eight million quid there or thereabouts that we played for Rhodes that starts to look like an absolute bargain for someone that scored the number of goals that he's scored in this league we've just got to play to his strengths that's that's what we We've got to do so um yeah i'll be glad if we get to 11 o'clock it's still a wednesday player because i think that that's um that's the right thing and um i think he's got a, a real role to play for us now moving forward i think we've just got to yeah as we said earlier we've just got to get things right there's, there's a great uh, tweet i've just read from uh, uh paddy uh, paddy jones uh, who uh, Lord H knows very well of uh, New York Owls. Um, for, some, uh, for some perspective today, SWC fans, here was, here's what I was boasting out five years ago. And he was in his, his tweet from 2012, he was boasting about Jay Bothroyd, Rodri, and Medine. Oh, How times have changed. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. And I must admit, um, Paddy obviously is a, a very good friend of mine, and we used to play football together a lot as a child, and he is definitely a whole specialist as well. So <laughs> if, you need, <laughs> if you need your whole specialising, go and see old Paddy over there at the, <laughs> <laughs> the New York Girls. Oh, <laughs> Now, the other sort of, I mean, looking through the Twitterage, so in the last sort of uh, half an hour or so, uh, Mr. Stanton, Staten. Staten. Staunton. Rob from um, Radio Sheffield um, has put out a, a, a potential swap for Jacob Buckfield with Sam Winall at uh, obviously SWFC. If that was to come about, do you guys think that would be advantageous from a Sheffield Wednesday point of view if we were to swap Meh. Sam Winall for Buckfield? I've, I've been I've been monitoring the response to this on um, on, on social media as we've been um, recording the podcast this evening, and um, I, I I don't think I'm exaggerating if I say ninety five percent of people uh, seem to be dismissing this as a pretty bad deal for us. Um, Jacob Butfield doesn't seem to be all that well thought of by Derby fans. Um, although you know some fans of his previous clubs have, have kind of stuck up for him, uh, it seems like um, it's just one of those that hasn't really worked out for him at, at Derby. It doesn't seem to fit in all that all that well there. I mean, he's a five million quid player when they when they signed him. Um, so you know the the guy's obviously got something about him. If I remember correctly, he once scored at Hillsborough, but it wasn't given when he was playing for Middlesbrough, um, and they'd not scored for about something like twenty eight games or something stupid. Last last game of the season or towards last game of the season, um, and he had a shot from about thirty yards or something. It hit one post. It blatantly crossed the line, and then it hit the other post and came back out, and it wasn't given. Um, and that that's my overriding memory of him. Um, he scored at Hillsborough, but on paper he hasn't scored at Hillsborough. That's one more memory than I've got of him. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I, I I said earlier about um, Winall, and I think Winall seems to be popular among Wednesday fans, which is strange because he's not he's not done a massive amount while he's been at us. But you know the kid's got a real work rate, hasn't he? And he seems to. Um, he seems to do the thing that, that fans really like, which is that he works from the first minute to the last minute. And um, 
fans really appreciate that. And I think every team needs that kind of player. And that, that's why earlier I was saying that I'd, I'd really like to see him playing game in, game out as, as part of a, a kind of a front sort of three uh, with Hooper and, and Fletcher because he is the one that, that puts in that shift and chases everything and runs at players and scares them and screams at them and stuff like that. So I'd be, I would be pretty disappointed if... Um, if if win all left that said we've got this embarrassment of riches in attack um and you know it, it's probably not a surprise that one of the strikers is going to is going to go or that one of the strikers wants to go because they maybe realize that they they're not going to get much of a look in this season so i don't know i don't know i mean, I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to view it as a as a as a positive thing but for me i'm just not sure that it's all that good a, i just i don't see the point in it to be honest i don't see why we need a player like Jacob Busserfield the only name that's kind of made me think, oh, that'd be great, is like the Isaac success that just kind of seems to have petered out a little bit in the last yeah. couple of hours, but early in the evening was quite strong. That's the only one that kind of think, oh, yeah, that, that you know, that's the kind of kind of player we'd, we'd kind of, you know, want. Apart from that, meh. <laughs> we are, I mean, where we are now, it's, it's 5 to 11 now. So, I mean, do we say it's looking increasingly like the fact that Fernando Forestieri is still going to be a Wednesday player, um, you know, come the Forest game in, in a week and a half's time. Um, I, to be honest, I'd kind of resigned myself to the fact that it would go this window. So I've, I've been thinking all the time about, you know, how how we work around that and, and what difference that makes to us. If if we're waking up tomorrow and we've still got Forestieri, is that a, a real big bonus for us? Even if we're not necessarily starting him every game, does that give us that that option that we're kind of talking about? Well, we need to try and sign a player who's a bit like this. Maybe if if we keep Forestieri, then um, you know maybe maybe that does that. Hang on, sorry, hang on a second. Sorry, as I've been rambling there. Confirmation: uh, Sam Winnall uh, has gone to Derby on loan yeah. until the end of the season, yeah. and Jacob Butterfield on loan. Uh, in the opposite direction. So it is only a loan deal rather than being permanent. So it's just, you know, one player coming this direction on loan, one player going in that direction on loan. Um, so, yeah, there we go. As I was saying, I think Butterfield is a fantastic option for Sheffield Wednesday. Um, I, <laughs> I, 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 I can remember everything he's ever done at Hillsborough and I cannot wait to see him in the Wednesday show. Uh, but to be honest, I do think, it, obviously, the loan option is brilliant because um, Mr. Winnell, um, he's, he's probably going to get a lot more football there. Do you think? Do you think he's because he's aching to play, isn't he? He's a young lad. He, he generally does want to just get on that pitch and, and show what he can do, as we saw when he scored the other day. Um, and he he did his arms out to the crowd, or possibly to a particular player that wasn't yeah. on the bench that day. Um, so he does love playing football, and he does love to show what he can do. Maybe he's really getting that at the minute. Yeah. Like I said, at Bolton, I thought they, would, they seemed on the pitch. It, it might have been, I was looking for something that wasn't there, but it seemed like they, they weren't kind of happy around each other. And maybe this will be, you know, some forest aerial, maybe a little bit, you know, ease him, make him happier. I don't know. Uh, and and take, a, take an issue out of the club, potentially. I don't know. I don't know. No, it's a, it's a fair point, because if there is friction between players and it is uh, rubbing off on the team... Um, Hey, a rubbing off specialist. Um, to, uh, uh, and that element has now been removed. Then, yeah, brilliant. But let's hope that he does improve while he's at Derby. Not too much, of course, because Derby are a threat for this season. Um, but uh, he does come back to Sheffield Wednesday 
if that is going to be the case. Uh, is there any particular, I don't know, it's very unlikely, but have we got any particular details about the loan? Are these just one one way, one the other way? Anything about maybe possible signings at the end of the season? Anything at all like that? Or is this just... just it doesn't mention anything at No, I'm trying to read the article on the website in a minute, but there's nothing... No, doesn't say anything like that. Fantastic. Well, let's face it, we all know that Mr Winnell is a prospect, a chuffing great big lovely prospect as well. Um, so hopefully... Hopefully, I'll come back all guns blazing. Of course, we do have a few other strikers that we've not seen much of. Uh, Mr. Zhao, have we just forgotten about him completely now? Because, again, I was really excited about Zhao. That, that uh, was a big rumour earlier in the day, that he was, he was one of those that was definitely going to go. Um, I, he's just not fulfilled his potential, has he? I don't think. Has he had the opportunity, do, do you think? Obviously, yes. with all these other strikers coming in, because he did score that lovely goal against Burton, which uh, made us all very, very happy at that time. And it was a sort of a one on one with the keeper and slotted it away very nicely. But then he did, oh, I don't know, we had that little sort of issue with him where he might not have been as professional as he could have been and, and those sorts of things, didn't we? I'm not sure the English games, he's, he's, he's very laid back, very relaxed, very. He's not the kind that. Well, English games are a bit more uh, frantic. And I don't think it's really his game, to be honest. He's not a uh, frantic chap. No, no. And it's maybe time for us to kind of, you know... But we'll, you know, two minutes to go. Who knows what will happen? It's, it's less than that. It's uh, ooh, it's coming up to... Um, hang on, hang on. One minute to go. Exactly one minute to go. Although it's all nonsense, isn't it? Because a lot of the deals are done in the last minute that we don't find out about for another 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm not sure I, I can I, really see us doing anything else now. I think that, that that's probably it. I think that we've probably not had the offer in for Forestiera that we um, that we wanted. Um, guys, while I remember as well, I thought you know it's obviously it's been you know a heavy transfer window for us. You know emotionally it's taken its toll. So I thought probably the only way that we could possibly end the transfer window in the last thirty seconds um, is is like this. Are we allowed to play this, Jay? Are we not going to get sued for? Any kind of issues? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll probably get sued, but it, yeah, it just felt like you know the right the right way that we uh, that we end it. Am I right in saying that if we review it, it's classed as a review and we're not using it properly? So I've always thought that this music is fantastic, um, and that's my review of this. Have, have I, you got I, a big gate closing sound at the end as well? Okay. <sighs> there we go. Drop the bomb, Westwood. Um, right. Rap, rap, rap. <laughs> well, nothing happened in that final, um, that final thirty seconds. So um, there we go. Do I think apart from, it? apart from the use of Sky's um, tra- uh, headline for signing Butterfield, utterly Butterfield. Oh, oh congratulations! Yeah. I bet that's uh, the work of Mister Garrido. Uh, you can guarantee it. Now, am I right in saying that clubs do have a certain length of time to finish off paperwork? Correct. Uh, yeah. When is that length of time? Is that sort of the next hour or so? Or I think you do get until midnight, don't you? Yeah, to to do it, and then you can you can apply for uh, an extension, can't you? And obviously that's that's sort of what happened with us six months ago with um, Jordan Rhodes, um, or it's more than six months ago, isn't it? But whenever it was, um, so yeah, you can um, yeah you. An intention, you, you I think, as long as you've proved yeah. an intention to sign them, yeah. you, you need to. Have, yeah, there's certain things you need to have done before the deadline, and then you've got you know a while to kind of complete the uh, paperwork. I, I can't see it to be honest. I can't see anything changing for for us now. I think I think that's going to be it. I think that you know Rhodes is still a Wednesday player, Forestier is still a Wednesday player, and I, I've got to admit I'm surprised by that. Um, and you know maybe we've got an extra option in midfield that 
maybe we need I don't know maybe 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 one thing that I am super happy about is that Dave is still a Wednesday player as well and I know you guys love him as much as I do really hang on have I got some tumbleweed on my soundboard let me have a look <laughs> No, I need. I need to get. I need to get some tumbleweed. I know you have to show another view because we're on the podcast, but we all know that you'll be going to bed tonight and you'll be laying on your big Dave pillows and and you'll have your big Dave pajamas on. <laughs> I've never called Paula that before. Big big Dave pillows. <laughs> yes, you have. I've heard you. Uh, <laughs> Bring me those big Dave pillows, baby. <laughs> um, but no, it's um, <laughs> I. I I know it sounds silly, but he has become a last 10-minute specialist, hasn't he? And I've said it a million times. I love him to bits. I'm so happy still at the club. Uh, one thing that did make me laugh, and I am going to have to find this because it was absolutely hilarious. Um, I stuck a little um, tweet out earlier on this morning saying, oh, please, goodness, um, obviously, deadline day. Um, let's hope that uh, we just managed to keep hold of Dave. And I need to find this tweet because it is utterly hilarious. I shan't be a second or two. There we go, John Hetherington um, <laughs> sent a, a lovely, lovely reply. I wanted to give the chap a shout out because it was hilarious. Um, says, "Don't worry, we don't need Dave anymore because now Juice can put the trimmings up this year. We've got somebody mm. as tall." Uh, <laughs> actually, got me in trouble for laughing at it. So, thank you for that, uh, Mr. Hetherington. Um, absolute pleasure. Uh, so, chaps, best bit of business this transfer window. What do you think it is? What generally? Uh, this transfer window. Swansea, probably. Swansea with their signing today from Bayern Munich, and I'm forgetting no, no. his name. Chuff Swansea right up the, the, the well, whole space. Well, you didn't. Be, uh, we hadn't done any business, particularly. It's a Sheffield Wednesday podcast. Oh, right. So, oh, personally, right. to start you off, personally, I think the best bit of business is Mr. McGugan no longer on the payroll. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm 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 going to go with the seven foot uh, centre back. Used. Uh, Used. Because um, yeah, I think that he's uh, he's going to be really good for us. Uh, although actually, I mean, let's not forget the fact that technically this transfer window we did sign Jordan Rhodes, uh, and any other time if we'd not have had him on loan before, and we'd been going mental Correct. about that. So <laughs> um, and Boyd maybe, as well in this window. Maybe, yeah, Boyd. Um, I I still have this feeling come the end of the season that. Um, I, I've got a feeling that Rhodes will have a good season. Yes, so do I. I yes, I sincerely hope they play to his strengths. And he, with that, I think Rhodes, without a second thought, can sort can score twenty goals a season minimum. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, right then, chaps. So, um, first of all, I'd like to congratulate you, gents, because we've done a lot of chuffing filling tonight, and I think we've done it really rather well with very little to speak about. Um, Rich, if people do want to see um, your big Dave pillows over there on the Twitter, Rich, where can we do that? Well, hopefully, Paula won't. I won't be allowing Paula's big Dave pillows to to go onto the uh, the internet. They're just for my eyes. So, anyway, Dicky Owl, you can find me at Dicky Owl. No fun pillows, big pillows on there. <laughs> Yeah, over to Dickie Owl and demand to see his big Dave pillows. Um, Jamesy, old Bean, if people want to find out um, how much of a clever guy you really are, where can we do that? Over there on the Twitter page, old boy. Uh, well, I'll Is tell them. Clever guy. Um, you can find me at James Marriott, and I think um, me, me, uh, 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 Rich, is your plan still to uh, to make an appearance at the uh, the Peddler Market on Saturday? In in a in a yes, break from our football. That, that is, yes. Ism. Um, so anyone that's at, at, at Peddler on Saturday, um, keep an eye out for us. 
wandering round, probably staggering round. Let's be uh, let's be fair. I'll, I'll also be be at um, Owls in the Park and Owls in the Dark with Vic, even though she thought she's going to make her own. I'll, I'll be around, you know, watching the blue white fireworks and getting really excited about a big cake. I'll bet Vic's got some big Dave pillow sitting away somewhere. Um, <laughs> of course. And where can we uh, sort of follow your uh, shenanigans over there on the Switch? Jamesy, have you told us once? Have I, Me? Just, uh, yes, uh, I have. You... I'll tell you again. It's uh, at James Marriott, or uh, you could do it via my agent, which is at Colin Murray. <laughs> uh, just one more time. Can you just remind us what, what Colin did say on five li- uh, on the five oh, football show? God. Oh, abso- absolutely. James does the Wednesday week podcast. You know, yeah. he's a clever guy. He knows the team inside out. <laughs> he knows the team inside out. What What does that mean? Does it, is it, is it, is it something you need to tell us? He's never spoke to him once in my life. Never even tweeted him. You know, it's um, amazing he knows all this about me. Yeah, absolutely. He thinks better of me than I think of myself. <laughs> the thing is, obviously, since the Wednesday Week podcast was named on Channel Five, clearly we're going to get a flurry of new listeners, and this is the first podcast you're going to listen to. You poor chuffers. I apologise. <laughs> Normally we do have much more better things to speak about than this. I am sorry. But James really is a clever guy, I promise you. Um... <laughs> Finally, just, just one more thing to add. I, I will also be at the, the dinner on Monday night at Hamsport. Ah. So if anybody's around, come and say hello. Uh, come hey, drunken interviews. You've not, you've not done any drunken interviews yet, Rich. I think I you are a drunken interview correspondent for the week ahead. Do, do you know the only person I'd really want to have my picture taken with on Monday night? is John Hawks. Absolutely. Mick Lyons I've done before. If you seriously, yeah. that's the challenge for it. if you can get a five minute chat with John Harks, then you are my new hero. <laughs> or if you can get John Harks to do his his remember on the on the nineties videos when he used to jump in front of the camera and go blah like that. Just get into Whoa. that noise. Just get into yeah. that noise and I'll be more than happy. Tell him Lord Hills will send you. We will have a chat. I will do my very best to, to do that. <laughs> Um, of course, if you'd like to get hold of me over there on the Twitter, you can do that at Lord L zero RD underscore H. You can get all the podcast at TWWcast. And of course, we are over there on the online age now as well at, I'm going to have a guess, www.thewednesdayweek.co.uk. All right, Jay? Yeah, that's good. It's, it's, it's always like listening to my dad reading out a website address. I kind of. www. Sometimes one week I expect you to go HTTPS dot dot slash slash. I am the only reason I say the W's is because while I'm doing that I can try and remember the rest. It's really easy to remember as well. I don't know why I forget it every week. It's not the like Wednesday me. Week.co.uk. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a gentleman of a certain age. You leave me alone. Um, of course, it has been a pleasure as always, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so so much for joining us. Be good, be safe, and we will play you out with this special number created just for James. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosh! 
Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.